I'm Christopher Leiden in Peking University in Beijing with a swath of young students in the Harvard of the East, the best-known, best-respected university in China. I'd love to begin by asking what you call yourselves. You were born in the 90s, growing up in a new century, enlisted in a great school. You were born after Tiananmen Square. The future is ahead of you. What do you call yourselves? What do you call your generation, Max? I think we'll call ourselves not really the rising generation, but the boosting generation, the blossoming generation, meaning we are about to open up ourselves and explore the outer world, just like the flower blossom. Hi, I'm Rebecca, and my generation is definitely a lot more adept with the internet and is very connected with the outer world, much more so than the generations before. I think uh, it's globalization, globalized generation, yeah, because we have more connect to other countries. We get to know and get to understand different cultures and different peoples from other countries. I'd love to hear you speak very just generally about your ambitions as individuals, your fears, your pride, your shame, your spiritual life, your searches, your economic hopes, your family connections. I mean, how would you describe yourself as a as a young man? I'm in a progress of searching. I want to find something that I can rely on, not a belief, not a religion or some political uh, opinions. It's some, something that I can really rely on, like knowledge or other dreams. Just in this university, most of people maybe just want to have a good career development and want to have a good job, have a, have a nice family. It's, it's really good and it's what I'm searching, but I, I think we need some, something just beyond this common dreams, just like maybe, maybe knowledge, maybe some other dreams. I think my dream, uh, my personal dream, is to just to um, follow uh, an a- academic career in the future. Recently, I'm dealing with uh, some uh, reading of the Renaissance philosophy, and my dream is just to keep this life going on and make it my career. Maybe yeah, my, my dream is quite different from uh, the majority of my peers. Most Chinese youth today tend to um, prefer maybe more practical job. Maybe my dream is quite different, mm. but I think it's of greater value. I think it's not difficult for us to find a good job. We can earn so much money. For the most important thing may be to find ourselves and to be ourselves. There is definitely societal pressure and also pressure from your parents that you're supposed to do financially at least as well as them or even better as them. And that is, I think, one of my anxieties and a big anxiety of a lot of my friends where you're supposed to do well and your parents have obviously paid a lot of money for your education, but you're not really sure where you're at right now. You're not really sure what you want to do, what you actually like to do. To be rich, to be materially rich is not something that I strive for but to be spiritually rich sometimes I would like to make some big news for example <laughs> to uh, strive for something good uh, to try the extremes but in most times I just want a very normal life I want to ask you a very general question about 
Chinese history as you inherit it. It's 5,000 years old, but the modern history is difficult. It's Tiananmen Square. It's the Cultural Revolution, the Great Leap Forward, 60 years of communism, a very proud place in the world, but it's been difficult. What part of Chinese history, old or new, do you like the most? What part do you feel is a burden? We all have our pride is that we fought brave and fought hard in the world wars. And we try our best to to withstand the evasions from different other countries who try to exploit our resources, uh, men, and any other different kinds of things. I think we have done very well in this. I've only got a vague idea, and that is China is still uh, searching its way ahead. Because the contemporary China, the China we see today, I think it's, it's shaped by uh, different factors, like the traditional uh, civilization we inherit uh, from our history, and also the, the Western uh, culture uh, since 1840, when the Great Britain launched the trade war and first broke the gate of the Qing Empire. It's another aspect of tradition, the Western, the Western culture, and also the communist ideology that has been supporting this country since the foundation of the new China. Uh, and the key question is, how do we select a way toward our future, considering all these different and sometimes conflicting um, aspects which shape our life today? I want to try to believe this government, to believe that they're leading us to a better future. But I, I, I find Google cannot get connected. So I, I, I don't know what's the real attitude, so I'm confused. I don't believe in communism, and I don't believe in religions, and I don't think we can solve all the problems if we adapt to Western culture and use all the Western political system. It's not a problem that we need to choose a right, correct ideology. And maybe communism is, is a wrong ideology, but I don't think there is a right ideology. Just We just pick that one and all the problems disappear. I don't think so. We as a people, as a nation, we lack a, a philosophy that uh, supports the a spiritual life of our citizens. That's the, that's the universal uh, problem in, in the whole country, I think. What does the United States mean to you these days? America of Barack Obama, maybe Hillary Clinton of baseball, basketball, football, Mark Twain, Huckleberry Finn, you name it. What does the United States mean to you, Max? I think it's a giant, a giant that leads the way and is pulling other countries forward. And at the same time, the giant has some of his own illnesses. The illnesses are preventing him from getting further forward or getting faster. Nick, what does the United States mean to you? A superpower dominating many international affairs and a good friend from which uh, we as Chinese should learn many good points. And also, to be frankly, at the same time, maybe a dangerous enemy, <laughs> yeah. A posing, posing threat to the um, regional security of East Asia. Xi Jinping speaks about 
Chinese dream. I want to know your Chinese dream, your own, in your own heart. My dream is um, maybe more and more Chinese citizens will learn to think rationally on political affairs and form the habit of obeying the law. I'm not uh, like to talk about the politics, but I think uh, the China dreams just uh, uh, everyone tries their best to be happy and uh, have a good life. Um, my dream for China, I think maybe um, greater equality and both economically and also in education resources maybe. I think that China's dream is that everyone can be more developed in their own self and be more educated, be more clear towards their future, not about uh, working endlessly or working without purpose just to earn money or just to enjoy their short terms. I think they need to have a wider and more long-term view towards their own future life. Max and Rebecca and Flora and Nick and Peyton. We asked Peyton originally to round up some of his friends and answer a lot of silly questions from an American radio journalist. You surprised me in a lot of wonderful ways. I didn't mention anybody wanting to become a billionaire. Everybody's concerned about an interior life that is spiritual but not fanatical. Everybody seems to define each of you kind of outside the political realm, which is interesting, but you all seem to be driven by a lot of social idealism about equality, equal opportunity, love of your country, uh, all admirable goals. Thank you all enormously 